0: Welcome, everyone. This is the Bumcast. I am your host, HBIC, the head bum in charge, along with Baloney and the Southside Bum. We are back after our 50th podcast. Hope you guys had a wonderful 4th of July weekend. Hope you guys drank a lot of beers, did a lot of bourbon, shot off a lot of shit, ate a lot of barbecue. That was a good, good weekend all around. All of, all of the above. All of the above. Happy birthday, America. Yes, happy birthday, America. Yeah. What'd you guys uh, end up doing? Any good thing? Any good stories or anything?
1: No good stories. I mean, it's, it's like Groundhog's Day in in the Baloney household. Every day, every weekend is kind of similar. The only time we venture out is like, uh, I mean, we had family barbecues. My aunt threw uh, a barbecue on Saturday and she cooks some ridiculous food. So we had the arracheras we had some chorizo on the grill, a lot of really good stuff, chicken breasts and stuff like that. So I can't complain. Low key weekend, but yeah, stuffed, drank,
0: all of all of the good stuff. Live, laugh, love, right? No, we know we don't we don't, <laughs> we don't live, laugh, love. We we drink nap taco. That's the way to do it. That's how you should live your life. Drink nap taco. Shout out to my buddy for making that plaque for me. Johnny do you have a good did you have a good fourth?
2: Oh yeah I went to my cousin's house on Friday at his birthday um, Probably stayed up till five o'clock in the morning so that was kind Ooh, of old, that's a old good school one. type of deal yeah so did um, you
0: burning the midnight oil?
2: And I, I slept all Saturday. <laughs> I was just, I was, I was, I slept all Saturday and I was watching nothing but Marvel movies until Sunday. So that's a, just,
1: that's I, a hell of a weekend, my dude. That is a hell of a weekend. When was the last time you've had a bender like that?
2: Cause I can't remember mine. Uh, uh I, I can't remember, but um, that's good. luckily what I, you know, I, I, I knew to just to make sure that I stayed overnight at my aunt's house. So, you know, safety first. Um, but, um, yeah, it was it was good times. It was just, it, you know, um, I can't believe I was I was able to stay up that late. But uh, five
1: a.m. Did you get white castles? <laughs>
2: well, Oh gosh, I wish no, no food <laughs> after that. But I did end up going to McDonald's, and I've I've been really good with this with the strict diet. But I went to McDonald's to get a quarter pounder with cheese and two cheeseburgers.
0: <laughs> Holy shit!
2: <laughs> and, and that a- hit the uh, I. I I didn't know what I, I was like. I don't know why your, I ordered that, but that the spot for the whole day. That's whole awesome. Day I was done. Yeah,
1: that sounds like a great weekend. Jason, yeah. when's the last time you like? I mean, I feel like you're you get after it
0: every weekend, but maybe no, not a five a.m. No, we, the last the last five a.m. day was my Halloween party. Those always those always run till four or five in the morning. Yeah, but if you ask me, like when the last time I remember like driving home when the sun came up, I couldn't tell you.
1: Yeah, I'm up at 5 a.m. for other reasons. It's complete opposite lives.
0: Yeah. No, it was a good Fourth. Just uh, a lot of good barbecue and shot off some fireworks at my cousin's house, and yeah, a lot of good, a lot of good stuff. So I can tell you though, this this Fourth of July um, made me as happy as uh, Steve Ballmer grabbing some nuts. Dude, we talk about the NBA Finals. We had
1: talked about it on the pre-show. I, I don't have much to say on the NBA Finals. These playoffs have been crazy with everybody getting hurt and stuff like that. But that video of Steve Steve Ballmer just fucking skiing with his buddy's crotches—it was weird, man. It was just an like, outrageous visual. Um, what do you guys understand what he was trying to go? I thought people I, were saying I like he was trying know. to stand up, but he was like slapping it. He was literally slapping his dicks.
0: That, that that's like you know like what happens when you do a couple too many lines of coke and you just start grabbing everyone's. Is that what you do when
1: you have too many lines of coke? Yourself? I
0: I mean, yeah, I want to. I don't want to incriminate myself here, but
1: <laughs> just start checking guys off.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like you know, like um, that movie Crank. You know, when you just <laughs> does all that weird, sh- crazy shit because he has he's all fucking high all the time. Like, if you guys know. haven't seen that video, just go into Twitter and
1: search Steve Ball Ballmer. And you'll see what we're talking about. That was so weird. It just tell
0: I mean, sports that guy, that guy had a speedball or something on him because he sports was sports
1: owners in general are just some of the weirdest cats, man. Uh Steve Ballmer is super weird. The the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders owner. What's that guy's name with the freaking terrible haircut?
0: Oh god. Oh, that's uh Davis, his his kid, Mike L. Davis's kid. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, his <laughs> Yeah, yeah but he's, he's got he's got like the he's got like the 1988 bull haircut like.
2: That's already a joke on its own. Yeah, if you guys if you ever guys do a Steve Ballmer on me, I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving the fucking park. Don't invite me ever again. <laughs>
0: that might yeah. that might get that might get us on television though. Like after a, no. after a Jose O'Breyu home run in the in the outfield. <laughs> I was like, start, Just start getting up and start rubbing you guys' eyes and everything. Say, we're
1: going, we are all going to a game in a couple of weeks, and I haven't been out for a while. I might be Steve Bombering your
0: guys left and right. You just buy me a beer first. That could be arranged. Or or at that rate, I might need you to buy me like a uh bullet double on the rocks. No, you're that's- a cheap date. You'll you'll take my Mondalon. Honestly, day. like that's I, I started enjoying that more going to sox games instead of buying and like beers, a, a is whiskey just go, or bourbon yeah just going to the bar behind center field wow. and just getting a double bullet on the rocks or something like what you know or makers i mean it's like 20 bucks but you know yeah it's that's not any- a bad idea
1: the problem with it especially like on hot summer days like i need to be in like air conditioning to be drinking whiskey um i start sweating my ass off if we're like outside and it's 90 degrees and i'm drinking bourbon that's crazy
0: yeah, but it, it sometimes just beats beer because, I mean, yeah, I know it's ice cold beer and whatever, but sometimes it, you just feel like after you're tailgating and you're slamming a whole bunch of beers and then a whole bunch of barbecue, like the last thing you want to do is walk around with four beers slushing around, four tall boys slushing around your your stomach so the bourbons a nice little get you fucked up and keeps you keeps you from yeah shit. so what's the game
1: we're going we're going to the game on the 21st correct yeah like, i think it's against so the like twins. a wednesday a wednesday night game yeah i'm, yeah, I'm just excited to be back, back out and you know part of society so i know we're not doing cup snakes anymore they're not they're not allowing it but if you guys see us out at the ballpark let's have some fun
0: but yeah we'll be in the we'll be in the bleachers it, they, they definitely cut back on the rowdiness the past you know a few games i think they're I think Sox fans are getting a bad rep in the outfield, throwing boo, throwing cups at people and shit. Now or the security for getting pissed off. Oh, so, um, just want to say, you know, some bad news over. To, it had to happen yesterday. That uh, blue Blue Jackets goalie from Fourth July took a mortar to his chest and That's died. Not,
1: I, I read it in the morning. I couldn't believe it. Um, just a like tragic story. 24 years old and yeah, he was just celebrating 4th of July. I mean, you, you hear these stories every so often, you know, obviously the famous one is JPP, but now this is just to the extreme. It's terrible. Um, yeah. I can't imagine being a Columbus fan or even the players, you know, like it's just uh, it was just shocking. I read it in the morning and I, and I was like, Whoa, not what you, uh, not what you want to read headline wise, sports wise.
0: Um, day after the 4th. I mean, I can't imagine how you take a mortar to the chest. Like, it must be like the two must have tipped over or something. It had to have been, yeah, obviously,
1: it, like just a freak accident. But, yeah, it was like, uh,
0: from what I read, it was just, yeah, chest
1: trauma or whatever. Yeah. Brutal.
0: Man, that's that's how the way to go. Um, you know, condolences to his family. And I heard they gave a moment of silence before the Stanley Cup game today for, for him.
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: It just, yeah, shocking. That's all it was. So, any other good good stories over the weekend? Because I mean, the Sacks fucking sucked in Detroit. I don't know ah. how they lost two out of three from the Tigers, and then you got Eddie Goldman, wanting maybe retiring. We can cover all that. But Cubs Cubs lost nine in a row after getting the no hitter. They they. Almost got double digit losses now. Is there any good sports stories we can talk about right now? I mean, maybe Jake Berger, you know, finally getting his his shot, and Gavin Sheets hitting. But
1: yeah, oh, I (laughs) mean, yeah,
0: no, Gavin Sheets is a feel good story. Um, you you
1: keep tweeting about it every day. Right fielder, is that what you want? I I think so. I I think Eaton sucks, man. Eaton sucks. I I I agree with you there. Um, I meant to tweet it out, but like he's just not. Not a productive member of the team. No, that's and he just he looks like a shell of himself of what he used to be. It's it's bad, man. Like you, I mean, you give Lurie a bunch of shit. Eaton's worse. So say say something nice about Lurie.
0: You're better than he's Andy. better than Eaton. Thank you. <laughs> I'll I'll I'll, I'll been gladly and also Mendick needs to needs to go too. Like I would say, yeah, just he, keep
2: yeah Eaton, yeah just on Eaton again. He just looks like he just doesn't give a shit. Like he just goes up there, just swings and just kind of like, like whatever. I'm just here to collect the paycheck. Like he just doesn't care.
0: No, I I don't know if it's the injuries or or what, but I mean we could talk more about injuries a little later. But because Yaz went down middle of the Sox game while we we're recording with a uh, looks like a calf strain or calf cramp or something, and it's just these fucking trainers, dude. Like how many calf and hamstring injuries can you have on this team stretch these motherfuckers out
1: it's bad man i saw it i I text you guys right away because i saw it online i wasn't watching the game but i tweeted it out if he's out any significant amount of time it's almost curtains for this team they can't deal with any major injuries right now they've been dealing with too many i mean we talked about it last episode we need help we're waiting for a trade or somebody to get back obviously eloy looks like he's uh Getting back sooner rather than later, but it's still going to be a while, and they just got to tread water. We talked about it, tread water. I don't I, like honestly. Like you got mad that they lost two out of three out of Detroit, and they've been kind of, you know, reeling for a little bit now. But they just, I, I'm, I'd be happy with 500 this week and just get to the All Star break. Just kind they, of,
0: they need a break to, re- to yeah, heal just up and get so. to
1: the All Star break, heal up. Like anything 500, even a game be below 500 for this week, we'll be fine. So at least yeah. that's what I keep saying. I keep saying we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We're going to be okay. But then more motherfuckers keep getting hurt. So I don't know at this point. We, you talked about cursed seasons and
0: bad luck and stuff like that. It's it's brutal. Like if, if we're going to get another injury, can it just not be a leg injury? Can it just be like, give me like a strained forearm or, you know, something torn i mean i do not say anything torn but give me something besides calves and hamstrings like i just feel like these guys aren't doing i think i probably do more stretching doing my cardio workouts than i do for than the socks do because i don't all
1: right I don't so know. i had a question for you guys um because we have been i mean the white socks i'm talking about we but yeah the white socks have been reeling for a little bit now for like the last two weeks or so but, but if we st- at the beginning of the season, if I told you they would get to the all-star break, 15 games over 500, and in first place, we'd all take it, right? Yeah, with no Eloy or Lou Bob. So, I mean, yes, it sucks, and, and now, like, we don't want to see them lose, you know, two out of three and, and, and four out of six, but if they just tread water they get to the all-star break in first place they will be what 15 even if they lose a couple games this week they will be 10 games over 500 at the all-star break i think we would all take that especially with all these injuries
0: yeah no it's it's not ideal for like when your championship window is opening and you have aspirations of winning the al and potentially going to the world series um yeah i i think that right now you got the trademark coming up. You need you need bullpen help badly. This bullpen has been trash, and it just keeps on. I mean, Kopech's back good finally, but this bullpen's been garbage for. And I, I even like I tweeted this out earlier. I feel like the whole pitching staff right now is just Rodon and Lynn. There's like I don't you you can't trust Gio now. You can't trust Dallas has been shit all year. Yeah, Dallas has been bad. I know you.
1: Gio has not been what we expected. I, beginning of the season, said he was bound to be the White Sox MVP. You know, all things considered, he's far from that. Um, but what did he have? Three wins in June?
0: Yeah, I'm not talking about yeah, the wins. I'm, I know. I'm looking at his like his stats between like... Yeah, I
1: know his stats when the, aren't when like the sticky, when, the
0: sticky, when the sticky band came
1: They're came not 1A... You know, like he's not a lights out starting pitcher, um, you know, like a guaranteed win every time he's out there. But I'd rather him, and I know, I don't know about the sticky stuff. It's obviously the, the, where there's smoke, there's fire with him with his spin rates and stuff like that. People have been tweeting that out all week, but I'm saying like, if he's struggling now, I'd rather him struggle now while people are injured and stuff like that. As long as he gets right later in the year that being said I don't know that he will I don't know if the sticky stuff is true or not um he just might have a down year but I don't he's still giving us enough to win we just haven't been hitting man I mean our hitting has been non-existent and and it's no fault of their own it's just injuries like 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 I said I just want to tread water
0: yeah I mean if you look in in May Every start he had it made with the exception of one, he gave up one earned run. And in in June, about three or four runs a game. So he's given up that, and the offense isn't hitting with all the injuries and and this and that. Like it's it's gonna it's gonna be recipe for disaster. But I don't know. I just I think I think there's definitely some like where there's where there's smoke there's fire i think there's definitely something there with the whole sticky band because
1: and and i know we we
0: expected him to be lights out
1: jason and you've been more critical on him than we have i'm looking at what you had tweeted out every start in june has been at least six innings pitched. there was one seven inning pitch and his earned runs i'm just going by earned runs three two three two four so it's not lights out it's not terrible like he's had no, he's had it, a, a it, average month.
0: Yeah, no, I guess, I guess you're right in the fact that it's not been terrible, but it's it's not what we expect. Yeah, it's it's not what you ex, what you but expected. A lot of and,
1: a lot of this June hasn't been from we what we expect from the Sox, regardless. Uh, Abreu went into a slump. Ta hasn't been what he's been. Everybody's hurt. Bullpen stinks, and we're still in first place. That's a, I mean, like I know we've had last season and this season the like the expectations has been sky high and I still expect them to be there at the end, but I'm just trying to like calm people off the ledge.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not in the legend in the aspect. I just think that right now, like if, if you had to go game one, ALCS, who are you giving the ball to?
1: Lynn. I don't think it's even a question. I think it's Lynn and then Rodon. Right. Exactly. Gio's now your what? Number three. And I took, I'm okay with that. Even if it's those, those June stats, if, if he's given up three own runs and going six to seven innings, I mean, our batting has to be there in September, October anyway, you know? So yeah, I know I, I, dude, I picked him to be my MVP and I thought Ethan Katz would be a big thing and stuff like that. And maybe the sticky stuff is, has something to do with it, but I'm not, I, out of all the white socks, like troubles i think geo is f- farther down the list than for me at least
0: than you okay fair enough i, I, will, I won't de- i won't debate that statement um but I, I, like, I was going back to the original with the whole gavin sheets thing i, I think he's definitely like everyday right fielder from now on just make eating your day off guy your utility guy whatever um and just keep burger up here like let's give just give him every day at bats and see what see what the kids got. I do you know, think he's already he-, he already had a couple good a couple multi hit games already like put him at second you know I don't want I don't want I don't want mankata moving back to second. We've already seen the mankata second base it, it no bueno um so let's keep burger at second and see what the kids got. I do agree with you he should
1: be getting at bats and see what he has. I don't know if second base is where he should be at the big league level. He barely played there in, in, in uh, double and triple a. Um, and we, I think I texted you that like, even in the minors, he had more errors than basically any um, starting infielder in major league baseball. So I'm not so sure. We've talked about how the white Sox already have terrible defense. Yeah. Uh, relying on burger every day when he hasn't played that position is just a recipe for disaster i do want to see what he has i want to see what his bat has put him in dh play him you know spot start him here or there but he cannot be your everyday second baseman um they have to make a trade at this point
2: you know what this reminds me of remember in tetris when you're almost close up to losing and you're trying to survive by trying to sh- you know change things around and that's how I feel the socks right now is like we've been kind of like in the middle, and it, anytime we feel like as the injuries keep on piling up, we try to change change things like a burger and you know whatever. At some point, I I just think that it you know hopefully I mean this Grandal injuries is is not as bad as you know hopefully that you know just the way that you know he he limped off the field. Um, with Eloy coming back and Robert coming back, I know we, we lost Magical for the season. I mean, we're we're right now in that that middle part, seventy five percent of that Texas blocks. It just seems like we're just trying to do as much as possible. Tr- next man up. I know when we started, you know, we were all worried when Eloy went down, who's gonna replace him? And Mercedes did a really good job, and then all of a sudden he slumped. We know he he was gonna be like that for the rest of the season. Um, now you got cheats coming up and you got burger coming up and it's kind of like the same thing, it, you know, we only could do so much w- with, with the guys that we have. And obviously, you know, I mean, with all the injuries and, and everything that's been going on, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, yeah, I'm glad that we're, what, are 15, 16 games up right now, uh, six games up against Cleveland, which is surprising, um, and then the way that the twins been playing and, and all that, and they central right now. I mean, this is a perfect spot for the Sox. If you're going to get injured, if you're going to have a struggling Giolito, whatever the case may be, just hopefully, you know, with the all-star break coming up, you got what, what's the next series you got Baltimore coming up. And after that's just their all-star game. Is that correct? Okay. Correct. So after that, yeah, you have your little time off, you know, hopefully they could regroup, you know, just heal up whatever the case may be. And just, you know, I don't even know who they have after the all-star break Houston. Do you know Oy. Houston? Well, oh, there you go. There's your, there's a, there's your, <laughs> there's your shot coming off, you know, so hopefully, you know, Yosemite is, is, is good. Um, Mancada, same thing too. I know he's been kind of injured here and there. Abreu to clear his head Anderson, same thing. Just everybody just to take the time off heal up, get back into it. And hopefully, you know, like Gio Willito, he comes back strong in the second half. Uh, kind of similar to what I remember when um, I hate to compare about this 2005 team because, you know, we're not even there yet, but I remember um, Contreras, he struggled in the beginning of, of the season and all of a sudden he became super hot. So I'm hoping that Gio can have that same recipe as well too um, going into the second half, because we definitely need our, our pitching staff to be the strong point because this is what's been carrying us throughout the whole time with all these injuries. Um, obviously, our, our I i said that the MVP of this team was going to be the bullpen, and it's been far from it. Um, with Crochet coming back to form, obviously, Hendricks he kind of get a little shaky here and there, but he's still, um, you know, he's he's still up there. I just think that, you know, hopefully. You know, as we go along and get healthy, hopefully, you know, and with the trades as well too, hopefully, whoever we get, we don't, you know, give up somebody that we probably shouldn't, like a crochet, because I'm pretty sure, like, like Pittsburgh or something like that would want to get, like, if we would get Adam Frazier. I keep on hearing all these, like, they want, yeah, the big, John Heyman big, uh, prospects, yeah,
0: yeah, that I saw that from Heyman that the Sox were discussions with. I'll try to get Frazier, but it sounds like the price might be a little too high right now cuz I get apparently everybody's going after Eduardo Escobar. Um, well I
1: saw it today in the morning and I I forgot to text you guys so that's my fault but
0: there was reports
1: about the White Sox and Trevor Story as well.
0: I my my dream might have might be coming to might be coming true. You want Trevor Story? No, remember I told you I had that dream where I was the free I was um, the yeah, he, agent for Trevor Story and I was negotiating oh, yeah. to get him on the White yeah. Sox. Jason
2: was a super agent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Speaking, you know, Jason on drugs. That
0: that, that dream was something. I want on the record that I had a dream that I met Trevor Story and I asked him if he wanted to join the White Sox and he said yes, but he didn't want to deal with management. So Rick Hahn came to me and asked me to negotiate on his behalf. So I got brought into the Jerry Reinsdorf's office and was negotiating how to, the a compensation for to get Trevor story on the, on the white Sox.
1: All right. If Trevor story comes to the white Sox, your next dream has to be us selling this podcast for $40 <laughs> or whatever uh we tweeted earlier in the week. But um before we get off the white Sox, I just wanted to say, cause, cause I, I had it written down um, and it was more, you know, Cup is half full, kind of deal. But if you, if I would have told you guys that the White Sox were getting consistent starts from Benzo, Lori Garcia, Billy Hamilton, Gavin Sheets, and Berger now, you would have thought this
0: season had gone to shit. I would have thought this was 2017 yeah. all over again.
1: The fact that these guys and they've all con- contributed at one time or another. And we're still in first place after all these injuries. I, you, you, I just have to keep thinking positively because well, other teams would have crumbled. I'm, I'm saying that now, and this is going to be a credit to Tony LaRusso because I, we've talked about it at first half of the season and stuff. We've talked about it for the life of this podcast. I was not a fan of that signing. I wasn't a fan. I'm still not a fan of his in-game management if we will, but the other teams would have crumbled in this scenario. Like, just star after star after star getting hurt, and we're still in first place. Um, it's a credit to the guys playing on the field, and it's a credit for to Tony. So that's all I want to say
0: because – go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, while we were talking about the Sox, Eaton and Garcia struck out looking back-to-back and killed O'Reilly. So, Yeah. Still, so, still not a good weekend for Chicago sports. Um, I mean, Cubs, yeah, it, we, Cubs swept, or you know, The
1: Cubs, man. It's, it looks like
0: you know. Ever since they no hit, the or I won't even call. I won't even want to say it's a no hitter, but it was a no hitter. It I, was. I, I it say it say was. A no hitter, yeah. Man. I mean, yeah, but that's like that's a weak no hitter. But whatever, he still did it. Wait, yeah, they,
1: why? Why would you say it's a week?
0: A weak no hitter. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, obviously they it's, walked it's, like eight guys. Well, yeah, that's because they walked eight guys. It took four people the Kimbrel didn't even know what I think
2: what, that's how many harder. hits it
1: was. I honestly think that's like much harder to do than just a starter being lights out and 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 you know, getting a no-hitter. Having to switch your pitchers four times or obviously switching your pitcher three times having four pitchers throw a no-hitter like yeah, obviously in the stat lines it doesn't look as great as, as just like a, a starter going nine, but I, I think that's impressive. Okay, um, okay. I'll, I mean,
0: I I think it's you got to you know, give them some credit because yeah. they're reeling now. We well, talking about they're reeling pretty with much the White Sox. That's yeah, they're pretty they're done, much uh, selling, done selling selling now. Yeah. So they maybe. were uh,
1: they were a surprise to start of the year. I'll tell you the truth. Like nobody expected them to be doing what they were doing for, you know, May and the early part of June.
0: But yeah, it seems like the, uh the wheels have really come off. I'll tell you what though, if the Cubs are going to definitely be sellers, they're going to get a fucking haul for their bullpen. Yeah. If they, if they, well, if they unload their load their guys, I
1: really think, you know, Rick Han should be making a call to the North side of town.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think he needs, Han needs to definitely focus on, that bullpen. Let's let's not so much focus on right field right now, cause looks like sheets could be, you know, the the answer going forward for that. I mean, if you're if you got if you got something to get Adam Frazier, I'm 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 okay with that. But I, I don't think I want to give up burger or sheets now. I think those guys are kind of like yeah. let's let's wait and see what we got with that. But I think there's a lot of other good younger prospects that the pirates might be interested in. I don't, they're not ready yet, so I don't think they're going to be looking for triple-A guys. I think they'll be looking more for those like double-A, high-A guys with high upsides. That's just me, though, because apparently you can fleece the Pirates for a lot of stuff when they traded Tyler Glass now, too. They got fucking...
1: Ryan like, Burr t- just gave up a home run while you were talking. Yeah, nice. I saw that. We need bullpen help. That's I mean, we just need bullpen is, help. Is, is and the... honestly, I really do we talked about it last podcast and I keep saying that, but it's the truth. I'm okay with trading burger. I honestly do. I I don't think he has a position on the White Sox when everyone's fully healthy. No, you're you're and, probably you're
0: probably right on that. It's and if he
1: gets us, you know something of value. This season, maybe next season, even if it's a rent player, I think I'd be okay with it. Like, depending on, obviously, depending on what we get. I but think I, that I, 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 he's he's in no way like untradable. You know, like I think like copeck and or you know like obviously like just like there's untradable guys on the team, and and Berger is not one of them.
0: I honestly believe that if Berger never had those back-to-back Achilles injuries, the Sox don't even draft Madrid all. Yeah. And that might be true because he was that they drafted him in, what was it? 19. So it was, I mean, that's, yeah, I think that that was kind of a necessity since they lost their number one infield pick for the two whole seasons, not knowing if he's ever going to come back and play. Um, okay. So I think the title of this podcast is going to be like no good stories in Chicago sports. Do you want to start? Do you want to transition to the Eddie Goldman news? Yeah, let's let's talk some Eddie Eddie Goldman here because apparently he's thinking about retiring. That came as a
1: shock. Johnny, you shared the story, and obviously he sat out, um, he opted out of the COVID year. Um, but all reports said that he was ready to come back this year. Now, from what I was reading after Johnny sent that article. I kind of dug deeper and people were saying that he's been out of shape and I don't know if it's unmotivated or depressed or maybe just the love of the game isn't there for that for him. But his agent came out and said that he will be reporting to camp and all of this is, you know, fake news, if you will. Um, So I think the biggest date, I mean, the date is the end of July, right? What is it? July 29th when they have to report. If he shows up to camp where everything's good. If he starts holding out even for, I mean, that day, um, we're in, he's in trouble. We're in trouble. Um, it's just weird, man. I, I, I didn't expect that from him. I really like Daddy Goldman.
0: Yeah, I do too. But I mean, I don't know if he wants to retire because he's like, because of the COVID shit, or if it's just that he got that year off and he realized that his body healed up, but he doesn't want to take that beating anymore. Maybe he doesn't want to be with the bears. I mean, I can't say it would blame you, but you got Justin Fields now. So future's bright. You're going to be going to Arlington in a couple of years, but he's, he's, he's like 28, nose.
1: 29, right?
0: Like yeah. he's still fairly young, but I mean, like, do you think that there's, a, he's a nose tackle. So, I mean, do you think the bears would ever switch back to a four, three? I mean, not anytime soon, not with Sean to say, or,
1: I don't know. Like, it it was just – it was a weird story. Um, But, yeah, it's more negativity coming from the defense. Obviously, no one's showing up the OTAs, and now this Eddie Goldman news. Um, It seems like the Bears have been working this offseason, and credit to Ryan Pace. I mean, he's trying to get this offense somewhat competent, but the defense just –
0: Maybe isn't willing to participate, which is this defense is going to scary. It's scaring the fuck out of me right now with them not showing up to mini camp and then okay, mandatory you. camp and yeah, like uh, now Goldman wants to retire. Like I don't know what is going on with these guys. If they're pissed off, if they're trying to protest something, what their what their deal is. But this is this has season distraction written all over it
1: yeah it's just not what you need it's not what you need especially with a rookie quarterback and freaking Andy Dalton and like for the Bears to be contenders in any way shape or form like you have to have everybody on the same page and everybody pulling in the same direction and it just seems like this defense just doesn't give a fuck right now so yeah like it it's a
0: reason for Bears fans to be worried yeah A- and I saw those numbers came out if the Bears want to break their lease um that kind of scares me because we all know the McCaskies don't have that kind of money if they want to break that lease
1: yeah so the the news came out earlier this week but from everything I read it seemed like it's not like unfathomable I really do think whether it's the NFL ownership or like you know partners, silent partners. Um, it's not crazy to think that the Bears can afford to leave Soldier Field early. So I have the uh, the the numbers here. The financial penalty for the Bears leaving Soldier Field would decrease each year, and it starts in 2026 to uh, from uh, 70 74 million dollars and and then in 2027 63.8 million 2028 53.3 2029 42.7 2030
0: is 32.1 million and then 2031 is 21.6 so it goes um, on like 10 it goes on like 10 11 million yeah. dollars each year 2032
1: is 11 million so like realistically if they do agree to the deal with Arlington the, the move goes through and like they start planning and building and obviously zoning and, and permits and construction and all of that I I saw somebody it was somebody from the Tribune said that the earliest they could be at Arlington like if everything goes their way and they like start building and everything they said realistically the earliest they would be there was 2026. I think that's, that's way too early. No, and especially you're, you're going to be caught up set. in a year, year
0: of negotiating yeah, red, and-,
1: and red tape and all of that yeah. stuff. Um, and the penalty 2026 is 74 million realistically 2028 at 52 million at, or 2029. I'm okay with waiting. I'm okay with, even if it's 2030 being the year and, and you pay $42 million to the city of Chicago, um, I really do think it's something they would be interested in in buying out that contract. But, but whether but, it's but Lori says NFL doesn't let teams break their lease. Right. Well, <laughs> Lori's got another thing coming because one, she's not going to be there by the time this contract rolls around. Um, so I'm sorry, but you have no say in the matter. <laughs> no. Nope. Um, nope. But honestly, realistically, if we're Bears fans, and I think the three of us really do want this move to happen, I think. A realistic goal is the bears in Arlington by
0: 2030. I think, I think that's probably accurate. I mean, no, maybe, maybe earlier. Okay. Let's, let's just say hypothetically, they get, they announced a bid what next month or two bears win it. You go through negotiating period, probably takes like a year. Then you have to go through funding, try to, and that's even if the McCaskies still are going to own the team, they might want to be like, Hey, peace out. Like we're not, we don't have that liquid capital. So who wants to, who wants to give us $5 billion for the bears? So you can build your brand new stadium in Arlington. Like they're, they're like, they're going to get this piece of property and they're going to be like the fucking mob who like when they buy legitimate piece of property and they want to like sell it, you know, That's what they're going to be. They're going to be like the fucking mob and try to hang this piece of property over one's head for, for the biggest, I feel like the bears, especially, I mean, this is what
1: episode 51, the first 50 episodes, I feel like we've all been more negative than positive. So I'm trying to be positive. This is my positive episode. Um, But all the, damn it. I don't want to put this black cloud. It all depends on what happens with Virginia McCaskey, man. That, I mean, we've talked about it before. Um, I don't want any bad juju this episode, at least. I'm in a good place. I'm happy. I don't want to put any bad juju out there, but you never know what happens. It all happens if or when Virginia McCaskey passes away. It's going to be a free for all. And that's going to be where the rest of the McCaskies really, you know, put up or shut up. And I don't think. They're interested in running this franchise much longer after that. No, I I honestly don't think so.
0: I think they're gonna win the Arlington bid. They're gonna do like their little whatever the business (laughs) shit that they do. And then they're gonna try to sell the team. And they're gonna say, We got we got this awesome piece of property for new stadium. We want five billion dollars for the team. I think that's what they're gonna do because we all know the McCaskies don't have that liquid capital to fund their own stadium and you know, I don't think Illinois is going to be fawning to give them, you know, billions of dollars to to build a new stadium. So I think they're going to use that as a bargaining chip and they're going to sell and they're going to make a shit ton of money for their 17 million grandkids. And
1: yeah, all the cousins and nephews and grandkids. And
0: yeah, whole um, family I, I just doesn't looked know what it up. Contraceptives are. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Irish families, right? <laughs> True. All right. So, the Bears' franchise value—I just googled it: three point five three billion dollars. Okay, you throw Arlington, double that. If they get this, if they get this, no one, yeah. If they get this, Arlington, I honestly think they could probably sell it. I mean, four billion. I think more. I think you could get at least five. I know I, dude, I don't know. It, it, especially like. You know, think about post, it. Like if post COVID and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, but you're going to have, I to, think, have no, no, hold on. Oh, go
0: ahead.
1: if, if I'm, if I'm the McCaskies, I'm happy with that because you don't have any outside businesses or ventures and stuff like that. We talked about them being, you know, you know, they don't have any like liquid capital there. It's it's all funny money because it's all of their value is tied into the franchise of the bears. So I think they'd be happy with what Google says right now.
0: Okay, even with I'm, the Arlington bid, I'm under the debate that that you can get at least five billion because you have that 300 plus acres, and now you have room for hotels, you have room for retail spaces, and that's all stuff you can lease out and just bank off of leasing from like a hotel complex or commercial properties and stuff. We like you to, don't just make your money off the stadium. You're going to be no, making your money oh, in the yeah. surrounding areas. So that's yeah, you're right. automatically like. I think they could at least get five billion for for the Bears if they own that. We need
1: to get a fucking accountant or some sort of financial person on this
0: podcast, ASAP.
1: If anyone's listening, <laughs> please. Yeah, if you know, if, if you if you don't if you know, don't really, think know, if know real is.
0: estate and
1: I don't think we know what the fuck we're talking about. The only th- the only real estate we know is that we're trying to get Johnny to buy a house in Arlington, so we could benefit off of it so how's that
0: going it's going good yeah here we go that's what we're talking about did you get All your right. pre did you get your pre-approval letter already or because I, I
2: no no gosh i gotta buy a house right now <laughs> not this time
0: oh you got about seven years so and then we got and then we got to well, you know, know rehab it for getting airbnb ready Johnny's gonna live in there. What are you Airbnb? No, I'm. 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 I told Johnny I'm giving him ten thousand towards his house, and then I'm gonna rent out. I'm gonna rent out the basement or the or a spare bedroom or whatever it is, and he's gonna have to deal with whoever I send to him.
1: All right, Johnny's out. Or Jason. (laughs) Jason's out. Stop talking.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right, fine. Don't take my money. All right. Um, No, no, I'll
2: take your. I'll take your money, but you're doing what the Airbnb thing.
0: (laughs) Uh, Euro Cup final four set: Italy, Spain, England, Denmark. Oh fucking! Where did fuck did Denmark come from? Holy shit! Team of destiny, baby. We've been talking Holy about it
1: since the Ericsson news. Um, this is all right, this is well, Greece
2: 2004 all over again.
1: Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, they really are the team of destiny. I I don't think they're going much farther than this, but it's a feel good story. We've talked about it since that Euro Cup preview. Well, I mean, show.
0: yeah, they they did they had the, the kind of like the easiest path between. Right. Wales, Czech Republic, you know, now they got to go up against England, which bye bye Denmark. Thanks for coming out.
1: Yeah, but they're ha- they're just happy to be there after what happened. They're lit- literally their best player died on the f- soccer field and had to be resuscitated. So this is all bonus points for them and their whole country, basically. So I'm happy for them. Um, like we said, feel good story of the tournament. But, um, yeah, obviously, everyone's just assuming it's going to be Italy versus England in the finals. Um, And I'd be excited for that. I really am. Um, I think Italy will beat Spain. I think they're the better team. Top to bottom, I think England will handle Denmark. Um, But this is what's going to, I think, maybe shock people. I've been talking about Italy being a wagon for a little while now. England plays a better style of Italian soccer than Italy does right now. Um, For the longest time since I've been alive, basically, Italy has been tactically sound and always defense first and then everything else afterwards. And if you guys notice this England team, they are defense first. It's almost like boring soccer, but good soccer, like just tactically sound Um, they're not going to make many, they're not going to take many risks. They're happy beating you one, nothing. Um, and I really do think this is England's tournament to lose. Um, because of that reason, I really do think they have the best defense in the tournament. Italy is fundamentally top to bottom. Awesome. Their forwards are awesome. Everything about Italy. Um, like this Italian team doesn't play like the Italy teams of old. Um, there's some flair to them there's risk involved um, their forwards are more aggressive than normally um, but I do think the England team plays a more tactically sound brand of soccer and in this these big tournaments like that it come it goes a long way so it's shocking i I, I really thought about this long and hard for the last week or so um I think England's going to win
0: Hmm. Well, they were the favorite post or like vague odds wise. They were the vague. They were the favorites. Yeah. And
1: and, and I think a lot of it has to do with, too. um, They've only played one game away from home. The semifinals are are at Wembley. The the finals are at Wembley. English fans are we talked about it um, via text. You asked me who the most passionate fans in soccer are. And I said, England. And Argentina, I mean, Argentinians are just flat out crazy. But, um, you know, like, and Brazilians are there and, and, and Italy and Germany and, and a lot of things like that. But, I mean, when when push comes to shove, there's nothing that beats just like an English Wembley Stadium cheering for the English national side. Um, and I think that's going to make a big difference. So I like Italy a lot. They were, they were obviously one of the favorites. They rolled throughout this tournament um but there's just something about the defense um for England that i just keep going back towards they're just so, so tactically sound so i don't know maybe i'm wrong i've been wrong so yeah you're banned from soccer bets rest right. do do you want to talk about bets because i've been instagramming your bets all week and you haven't won one of them
0: well i, I i'm not ta- i'm not tweeting soccer bets and i'm not tweeting soccer bets either I know, because you're banned <laughs> after France got eliminated. Johnny, what do you got on the Euros? That's that's no,
2: uh, but I mean, come on, I mean, if it's kind of like you're putting, I don't know, the Houston yeah. Astros versus the Chicago Cubs. I mean, y- you you never knew that was going to happen or something. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, no, I I know I get it. I mean, that was yeah. I no one I think was expecting France to lose to to Switzerland and then and then Spain yeah. comes on and they barely beat Switzerland had to go to penalties to they've beat been
2: barely, they've been barely beating everybody it's just <laughs> they've been just keep they've just Dude. been keeping on keeping on so uh I I do agree I do agree with with, with Peter I, I I actually texted when uh um Italy beat uh Belgium uh it was gonna be Italy versus England and I um the only the only thing is is that yeah, England. It it, it seems like this is like the destiny for England. Like we're you're you're finally gonna get that team that you you've been you've been waiting for for such a long time. And, you know, close World Cup. Uh, what was that in nineteen ninety? They were they were in like semi-finals or something. Yeah, I think the Penelope. last
1: time they won a major tournament was nineteen sixty
2: eight. Yeah, it's been yeah, uh sixty six. I think it was sixty oh, six. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they beat. I think they beat Germany, but um. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's been a long time coming. Um, obviously it's kind of like the similar thing to what Cubs fans were dealing with such a long time. Like they've been waiting for that moment to happen and it would be really cool to see England win an actual major tournament since they have a won one in over gosh, what, 80 years. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been a, quite a while and um, I think England's going to win. I just the way that Italy's been playing, I, I can't pick between e- um, either one of them right now. I still can't. I got to see how Italy plays against Spain. And obviously you, th- you would hope that England does beat Denmark, but once again, this could be D- Denmark could be the, you know, could be be Greece of two thousand and four, man. So you you never know when these one little small little thing might happen. Or Denmark, it takes them to the <laughs> to the final. You never know. But yeah, I mean, I I think England and England are gonna go to the finals. I'm hoping for England, but I just I don't I just got to see how the how, how the games play out. They they they're playing tomorrow, both of them, right?
0: No,
1: yeah, Tuesday, 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 Wednesday.
2: Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, oh, okay. The one thing I will
1: say, uh, I talked to our buddy, Jose, shout out Jose. He listens. He P one listener for the, uh, the bum cast. He uh, he called me after the game and I told him the one thing England has that should scare everyone in in, left in this tournament is that Harry Kane is finding his form at the right time. Um, He went all the group stage without scoring a goal and, this he's the type of forward that takes games over and when he's in form he just scores goals in bunches and you saw that in the last game and if he continues this role i mean it's curtains for everyone because he's that type of guy where he just like as soon as he scores a goal like a light switch hits him and he's almost unstoppable and he just finding the form at the right time so if obviously they got harry king going if he keeps going then it's then they're in. I mean, everyone's in real trouble because they got the defense to back it up. And then if he's scoring goals, it's it's they're borderline un, unstoppable.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it's Italy Denmark or I'm sorry Italy England finals. Italy going over. I don't I I watched a lot of those Italy games and I just there was times they, where I'm just not. Impressed they've been the best team in. Yeah, I was not impressed with tournament. what I've seen with England. I mean, that's the thing they demolished Ukraine, but that's what they should have done.
1: Yes. But that's the thing is any other tournament ever in the history of soccer, Italy plays the same way as England. They're happy with one, zero wins. Like they'll get four attempts on goal. One of them goes in and then they park the bus and you can't stop them. They got a good goalie and it's a boring brand of soccer, but it's successful. Um, so I, I wouldn't go by style points is, is what I'm trying to say is because England is playing like a boring brand of soccer, but they're fucking good at it. And Italy, like, like I said, I, I'm, I don't want to shit on them because they're, they've are they been the best team in the tournament. And we'll see what happens. They could easily win both games three and nothing and they, they lift the cup. But it's just like something about this England team has got me... Feeling some sort of way,
0: yeah. Well, also, you were ragging on my my baseball bets not hitting, and that's fine. My baseball bets suck, but I did hit both of my soccer bets for Belgium, Italy, and England, Ukraine. So, I've had some. I've had better luck betting on Euro games when I'm not even a hardcore fan than I have on White All Sox right. games lately. All
1: right. So now we got this out to the world. You got our listeners that we've talked about. um Everyone. Appreciate everyone following on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. We're we'll get the bum bets back this week. Jason, you're going to give us two bum bets for soccer on Tuesday and Wednesday. I'll post them on Instagram because your white socks bets haven't been worth a damn. Um, you give us, you, you give us the soccer. I already bets.
0: have, I already have them ready. So All right. I'm taking the Italy, England money line parlay. <laughs> so you're just going chalk. Yeah. Well, So well, when chalk works, you you take it. Don't don't you know pass up a gift horse. So I'm taking I'm taking the Italy England money line okay parlay and then for uh the Italy Spain I'm taking um both teams to score and Italy to win.
1: Now we're talking. Yeah, you got to give me some caveats. This is yeah. good.
0: Yeah. So I'm taking I'm taking both teams to score and Italy to win. Okay, and then on the England Denmark, I'm gonna take England with the spread. Okay, so what is it's probably one and a half. Uh, Let me double check and see if they changed it.
1: Uh, Yeah, it has to be. I mean, last time I last
0: time I checked, it was well, FanDuel they do it weird where it's they don't go by half, so it's they go by one. Um, So the spread is yeah minus minus one. So I'm gonna take the spread on England against Denmark and then so yeah you gotta Italy, win Spain both both teams to score I like Italy it. to Italy to win and then I'm taking the money line all right chalk
1: and then I'm gonna do White Sox bets for the week
0: there you go let's, let's <laughs> all right um we'll have a recap of the Euro Cup finals next week on the bum cast because the finals game is Sunday so we'll have all that next week yeah. for you guys but we're gonna wrap it up with our MVBs and bums of the week here but to transition this, I want to ask you guys a question because a 4th July related question here to start off the, the bums. Um, who are the, who, who who is the worst? The people who set off fireworks two weeks in advance or the people who set off fireworks the day after the 4th July?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I, I don't mind the people getting a little antsy and shooting them off a week or two ahead of time because because it gets you ready it's like oh yeah the fourth is coming you know it's almost like a warning shot the people doing it the day after or even like a week after get the fuck out of here man like so we could transition because if you want yeah you can can start it off that's my i mean my bums of the week my bums of the year maybe it's my neighbors they don't shut the fuck up with my fight with the fireworks man it sucks Uh, i was pissed i i talked to my wife about it and i told them i told her i was like obviously it's the fourth i'm cool with fireworks i have nothing against fireworks you know it's it's kind of like the one weekend or or whatever where like people look the other way because obviously they're illegal or whatever quote unquote illegal and but i'm You have a right to celebrate America's independence however you want. The problem is this motherfucker didn't start until after midnight. Are you serious? Yeah. He was blown off mortars fucking left and right. And it was literally like 12.15, 12.30. I got a four-year-old and a newborn. And I'm passive-aggressive as they come. So I was waiting and waiting and waiting to see if this guy would stop. He ended up stop. He stopped like at one o'clock in the morning. So I didn't say anything. And that's on me. I should have went out there and be like, shut the fuck up or my neighbors, because I know for a fact, all of my neighbors hate this motherfucker. And it sucks because like we moved into this place almost like a a year ago, actually. So like we moved in a year ago, exactly. And it's the cookie cutter suburban neighborhood you would expect like, we have a Mexican family of four. Next to me is a Cubs fan, old, old guy, like just super old, but like he's the nicest guy in the world and his wife. They got us a gift for um, uh, Landon's birth and stuff like that. Across from me is a Polish family that run a, a breakfast diner in the, in the city, or I mean in the neighborhood, so everybody knows them. Like It's just like leave it the beaver, like cookie-cutter suburban except for this motherfucker's like WandaVision ruining everything like it's just like nobody likes them and i don't know what to do eventually i'm going to snap like I, I i like like we said i'm i'm passive aggressive as they come but eventually i'm going to slash this motherfucker's tires i'm going to fucking burn his grass with chemicals i might kick his kid in the river cuz we got a creek next to our our our, our fucking and i should, probably shouldn't be saying this you know, on a public forum something's gonna happen i'm gonna lose my mind so my bum of the
0: week is my motherfucking neighbor that nobody likes you should you should go watch uh what was the what was the movie with um seth rogan where he's the next to the college frat
1: dude what i'd be called happy yeah what? i'd be yeah neighbors
0: yeah yeah well there you go go watch yeah. neighbors and go learn go learn some pranks i mean no no, it's
1: I don't know. I have no words anymore. I'm getting mad.
0: All right, just, well, cheer us up with your yeah, most who, valuable. Okay, who's your MVP? Then.
1: Yeah, that's Shohei Otani. He, I mean, he's just fucking awesome, right? Like nobody has anything bad to say about him. Um, he is. He's the only um player in MLB history, or not MLB history, but like in the last like what 80 years that will be at the All Star game as a pitcher and as a batter. He's got a 2.58 ERA. He's hitting, he's got 25 home runs. He's on pace for 60 home runs. And he's going to be the starting pitcher in the all-star game. He's also going to be hitting in the home run derby. It's just like something I we've never seen. The derby. They did? God yeah. damn it. Bum. Whoever pulled him is my bum of the week. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's just something we've never seen in baseball before. And I know he was hurt last year. He came in with a lot of hype and kind of just didn't live up to it. Um, And he was good when he was in, but he was hurt most of the year. Um, He's fucking awesome, man. And it sucks. It sucks that he's basically out West. It's it's the same thing with Mike Trout. Um, Most of the country just doesn't get to see him play. And Major League Baseball has has to do a better job of marketing their stars. We've talked about it with Tim Anderson and, you know, um, Fernando Tatis Jr., and now Shohei Ohtani and Mike Trout and all these guys um, do a better job of marketing them because he's fucking awesome. He's like, he's literally like, since I was a kid, I-, I loved Ken Griffey Jr. as a kid. And I liked Ichiro when I was growing up, or like not growing up, but like in high school and college and stuff like that. And he's this, t- that type of like trend setting player. And I feel like, he's getting the love he deserves within major league baseball but he should be a star you know he should be lebron james he should be you know tiger woods type like just a star at this point so yeah my most valuable bum uh show man he's just fucking fun to watch
0: nice yeah no he's he's definitely really good johnny what do you got i think we got some Uh... good stuff from johnny here
2: do you want the MVP first, or do you? Yeah, want yeah, to go go
0: first? with the go with the MVP.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, so my MVP is Chris uh, Paul. Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul, uh that, you know he's been in the league for over sixteen years. First, and is it fourteen years? What's four?
0: Son's in four, baby.
2: Oh, Suns! Suns more—that's right. I thought you were
1: throwing—you were throwing up the four horsemen. Like, what's going yeah, on? I don't.
2: Uh, <laughs> you should have just said Suns. Anyways, um, yeah, Chris Paul—he's been, you know, th- throughout the league. You know, he's been with the Hornets, Clippers, Rockets, Thunder, and then you know now the Suns, and you know he finally, you know, found a place with the Suns. You know, getting to the finals. I mean, I thought he—he would have got to the finals a long time ago, but. um I've always been a Chris Paul fan. I thought he was—he's been a, a great player, a great ambassador to the to the league as well too. Um, definitely a, a bunch of accolades um, throughout his career, and it, uh, you know, obviously he's he's dealt with injuries as well too throughout his career. But it's good to finally see him into the finals. Uh, definitely pulling for the Suns, even though I know Milwaukee's not too far away. But um, either way, I don't—I don't even think that I have a favorite um, whether it's going to be the, the, um, the Bucks or, or the Suns, uh, just good to see two different teams in the finals. You're starting to see some sort of trend going on where you're going to see the new, uh, class of, of players, um, that are, that came into the league a couple of years ago. Now, you know, with the Trey Youngs and, 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 um, Devin Booker as well, too. Um, starting to be those superstars that they're, they're they're being those elite players so uh i just like that this the change of scenery in the in the nba finals and uh it's definitely gonna be exciting to see as a uh, as a basketball fan um so yeah my mvb is chris paul all right let's give what a, it to us johnny Yeah and my what a bum is all you Sox fans you gotta know who who it is it's that punk ass uh donaldson um, and I don't know if you a lot of people know about this guy prior to being in the Twins, even just coming up in the league. I will say one thing that he 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 did have a bad um up rising w- w- uh, with his family and all that. He go he comes into the, to the league. He comes. I think he played. um I don't think it was with Toronto, but. W- after when when we started going to Toronto, that's when he started having all these, these issues where he would have, he was kind of like AJ Brzezinski, but 10 times higher. Like he would start fights with his own teammates. He would have issues with whomever he, you know, he was just, he's just like a, one of those guys that you love to hate, I guess, if, if he's not, you know, on your team. Uh, But there's a lot of teammates that didn't like him at all. He was just that type of player. So uh, when he comes to the twins, obviously, I don't remember if you guys remember last year, he, he made a big fool out of himself against the umpire. He had, he had it in with, with this umpire. Uh, It was during a Sox game where once he, uh, hit a home run, he was just like dusting off the plates and he was trying to show up the, the umpire and he got kicked out. So, um, this guy, I mean, he's he's been very vocal about you know the whole sticky ball type of thing, and you know been throwing people on the bus. You're kind of throwing your your own pitchers under the bus if they've been using it as well too. Like you really don't give a shit. But this motherfucker just goes up and just starts doing something towards like his his hands crossing the plate at the Sox game when it was uh, when he hit that home run with, with Giolito. Like, dude, like we we I, I think everybody for the most part understands about the whole sticky portions with, with, with pitchers and obviously that's something that you know I know throughout the years that people's been you know supposed to be playing by the rules but they never do. Um but this guy's been just a, a complete asshole. This if if anything, it really riled up the Sox in that series because they swept the twins. Um so it that real riled up the only thing is that he fucking hit a home run the next game. After uh, who was it? Was that Cease that they gave up that home run? Yeah, Cease,
0: yeah. This, Cease embarrassed the Sox on that one.
2: But then yeah. they went winning than, though. Yeah, yeah. But other, but well, other he, st- he that, struck that, him I out
0: was, twice after that. Then yeah,
2: yeah. But other than that, I mean, this guy's been very vocal. And I mean, you're kind of throwing your your own pitchers on the bus if they've been using the same thing as well too. And it just, and this dude's not just—he's just a complete. None of the none of his uh, teammates um, I'm assuming <laughs> so probably don't like him. I've, I've. There's people who was in the Blue Jays organization that do not like him. His own coach didn't like him. So this guy's been just pretty much a dick pretty much throughout his whole tenure in in baseball. And I I can I could spew on so much longer, but but I'm not. So I'm just gonna say that he just might what a bum for the for the week.
1: Yeah, and- punk ass, mark ass, bitch. And shout out. I don't know if Jason, you were going to say, but shout out again, yeah, he for cu- body ba- he, he
0: body bagged Donaldson. He,
1: he cut a WWE type promo against Josh Donaldson, and I loved every second of it. Talking about how he didn't have one of these, and he was talking about his ring, and he will never have one of these.
0: And they brought you, career. they brought you over, and the, the team's worse with you. Yeah, he said they've been tanking ever since
1: he went on the twins, which is true. I mean the twins have sucked ever since just i and Josh Donaldson has been fine but the twins have sucked ever since he's been on that team and his next career is with the wwe because he doesn't have a career in baseball Um, i loved everything about ozzy's ozzy's rant on josh donaldson and i liked everything about johnny's rant on josh donaldson because he is he is a fucking punk ass
0: bitch that's that he is so Hopefully, um, the only thing I'm pissed off about is that he didn't open his mouth against about the Sox today because Sox lost eight five to the Twins. So apparently they needed some bolt and board material to beat the Twins. Anyways, um, my what a bum is the IOC, the International Olympic Committee. I'm sure you guys all heard the story about uh, Shakari Richardson who can't run in the Olympics next month because she liked to smoke the weed or the is weed. what is the uh Stephen a smith lay off the weed um i mean here's my take on it ioc is one of those fucking old man yelling at cloud archaic fucking rules type of organization they're they're gonna be sticklers they're gonna have you know everything and every anything up their asses to try to, to try to fuck with people, she should know better not to do the weed. But it's they need to, especially a month out for you know just you suck it up for a little bit because you know they're gonna the drug test people with their stupid ass. I wouldn't say stupid ass, but they have a very um, strict testing like, routine, whether it's for drugs or in performance enhancing shit. But you know, like nowadays with league being legal in almost every country, I think it's, they need to change their rules and let them take a little puff puff pass. But it, ILC needs to, they, they're my, they're my, what a bum. They, they totally screwed this girl. This girl's dream for probably was going to be a favorite too, for, for well, winning. I mean, she's
1: the fastest woman in the world. Yeah. I mean, she, she, she is, she would, she was a favorite to win the gold medal in the hundred and i liked her stance on it saying like like don't worry about me i'll just win the world championships next year which was a a boss line to say because she knows she's the best woman runner in the uh the hundred um jason but you're right dude like the i i text you guys this because johnny wanted our thoughts and i text you it so i'm just gonna read it because i feel like sometimes i i write better than i speak but um you nailed it it's it's just the IOC, FIFA, NCAA, there are these like archaic governing bodies that have like no sense of um, com- basically common sense. Um, the story came out. She admitted it. She used weed. She was upfront about it. Um, she's been dealing with her mother's death. And that's what I text you guys. It was like, it's incredibly sad that her basically having to decide between her career and her mental health because she was dealing with a tragic loss is a sad story. And it's 100% preventable. Um, She could have prevented it by simply not smoking weed and, and hand up. Like she said it, she's like, she smoked the weed. She knew it was illegal, but the IOC could have prevented it and countless others because they treat it like a performance enhancing drug. When everybody knows it's not a performance enhancing drug, like make weed legal because no one with the brain thinks it's performance enhancing. Like, yes, I I get it. Like you're a governing body and like, it's her fault. I get it. Like she just shouldn't have done it so close to the Olympics, especially. But I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, it's 2021. We're talking about marijuana being illegal and it just not like, it just shouldn't like, there's no, there's no, no one with common sense thinks like, oh yeah. Like she's on weed, like Kick her off the tour.
0: Did you ever ever see someone high as fuck going out and running marathons and yeah doing hundred yard like that's that's not going to make you run faster like yeah. If anything, it just made you makes you sleepy and want some Cheetos.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and it's just sad because like obviously, like we said, like she's dealing with something incredibly sad, and she's looking for like a coping mechanism. (laughs) And I like, I've literally never been in that situation, but I don't know what I would like. It just, it's like, I don't blame her whatsoever.
0: That's right. So yeah, ILC fuck off. Um, And my MVB is Jake Berger. He got the call up to the big leagues on Friday because Mankata got a boo-boo on his hand and shout out to him because he persevered between two years plus worth of injuries with his Achilles then he tore, re-tore his Achilles. Then he had a heel injury. I mean, got drafted, I believe it was 2017. Um, and yeah, finally got his finally got his shot. He's an older prospect, but he he fought. He never gave up after all those debilitating injuries. And he finally got his shot. And he made a good impression in his first week in, in the big league. So good for uh, Mr. Berger for uh, finally getting that opportunity. So he's my MVB
1: yeah he week. put he put in the work um jason i know you're chomping at the bit we need burger's first home run um i don't want to spoil it but jason's got a he's been working on a tagline for burger home runs we just need him to start hitting dingers that's right
0: it's it, it keep it out on the twitter cuz once the, the his first home run comes it's it's it, i'm i'm going to drop the i'm going to drop the tagline for burger home runs all right well that's our 51st episode and maybe there wasn't any good feel good stories in chicago sports today but at least we got to shoot the shit and vent so um yes and also shout out to uh chris king for winning our socks tickets shout out to him I gave him Billy. all the tickets
1: yeah he uh he we we held that contest he got us the most followers um once again shout out to everyone um that you know tagged people liked the post commented on the post anything like that we're like we appreciate everyone we talked about jose being a p1 we got several very loyal listeners and we just appreciate everyone
0: yep so as always make sure you subscribe to all of our socials follow us on instagram follow us on twitter give us your feedback on what you're thinking on this the sports stories for the week and we will catch you guys next week with a new episode of the Bumcast. good night happy
2: bye happy Bye.